Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Linda Armstrong and Rita Giganti. Today is Friday, July the 17th, 2020. It's 4 p.m. New York time. And wherever you are in the world, thanks for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And I'm happy to be on Friday, guys, because uh, it's been a long work week. And I was working all week long on feeling good during work, but I'm done with that for now. I get to actually have a weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good. It feels good. And I've got a, I've got a, um, a little bit of a poser for you guys. Every once in a while, I like to do, um, I, I like to think of it as virtual Q&A, where I just go into a Facebook group and grab an interesting question and bring it in for discussion as if we were answering it for the person. And I found one that, I mean, it's a little scattered, but it's fun. So I thought I would run it by you guys and see what you think of it. We like so, it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. So this guy's name is Richard. And he says, so I asked this a couple of years ago, but I want to ask again to glean some fresh wisdom from you all as the issue has come around again. My wife is really keen to buy a house which would use all of our savings. I understand where she's coming from. Buying offers some security and solid financial legacy to pass on to our only child who has no family but me and his mom. All of my son's friends live in this town, and it gives us the opportunity to have our own home and make it a special place for us to spend a large part of our life together. She has a pretty strong case, but I have resistance to this path. I feel much more secure and even divinely led, could be ego, to stay out in rental. I like having the money in the bank. I had a feeling for years before COVID that something big was going to happen to humanity, a global event that will transform our world, our self-awareness, and our conscious awareness of our divine being that is pure love and does not depend on money, property, power, and prestige. And I was right, COVID happened, and here we are. I don't believe for one second the divine force controlling everything for ultimate good is done with us yet. I feel something even better is set to follow. I'm just not sure what. I just feel like it, I, I feel it in my bones like I did pre-COVID. Owning a property seems completely irrelevant to me. I want to have money in the bank so I can respond to the future in a protective manner toward my family. I feel more secure with the money in the bank and not in a house so I can respond to the call. My wife is the opposite. I don't really have a plan or a vision, so it's asking a lot of her to blindly follow me, and yet I feel what she wants to do is equally conflicting to my beliefs. This is a real tough call. Ultimately, I want to do what's best for my son. My wife's vision of that is anchored around security. Mine, well, I'm just a bit of a divergent without a plan. I go with the wind. Nice having that money in the bank, though. Help. Uh, you know what? I, I'd say you just have to I feel like Dear Abby. You're right. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you just have to go with what feels right for you. The problem is that they both have a different feeling for what for what would be correct for their family, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I will say that I've always made money on every house I've ever had. And I wouldn't have moved in just from one rental home to another rental home. I wouldn't have had that. Mm -hmm. So there is something to that. But I know I used to ridge against, like resist when my mom would say, put down maybe people renting or... If I did rent for a certain time, uh, no, you, you know, like that point of view where you had that, the older point of view and you leave it for your kids, leave it for my kids. I moved like 10 times already. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, the house isn't going to be, you know, maybe who knows what, but I never really think of it, 
about it that way. It's just an older way of thinking, right? That's been ingrained in people that you have to own this house. You got to pay off your mortgage. You got to leave it for your kids and that kind of stuff. So I don't know for their child. He's going to be happy whether they own the house they live in or not. They just find a neighborhood that they would enjoy to have. But if you want to go to the old, older I don't want to say old folk in my family. I call it the old folk way of thinking that you have to own a house and leave it for your kids. Well, that is something you can leave for your kid. You know, there's that too. So it really goes with what, since the two of them have different ideas, how can they find a, something that would work with, with them between the two of them? Do they do, um, you know, what just came was, do they do, do things like rent with option to buy anymore? Maybe that might be a, a, a solution that would be viable for both of them. Like she knows they're working towards it. So she feels good about it and he doesn't feel so like, He's oh not my putting God. out all that money all at once. Right. Cause right. if you hold the money and feel secure. Right. Um, right. Because there's, there's something to be said about, you know, taking a leap of faith and knowing it'll be okay. But there's also something to be said about, you know, um, Yes, we're we're in crisis right now with all of this. But, you know, if we based every decision on that, we would stand still. We wouldn't move, you know. So I think that, you know, maybe maybe a resolution of, okay, let's let's find the house that we love, rent it and then reevaluate in a year. Like if they're renting option to buy then reevaluate when things start to calm down because eventually things will, you know, yeah. uh, so it will level out, but it will be a new way of living. I mean, we're, we're in that place. So, so you know what popped into my mind with what you were just saying is, you know, buy low, sell high, because you're probably going to have, you know, you're probably going to be able to buy homes for less money. I'm just assuming that because if a lot of people are foreclosing and you know, all this other stuff going on. Yeah. I don't, I haven't, I haven't paid attention. I don't know what's happening really with the market, but um, it could really take a bit of a dive. So if you can find a place where you're, you know, maybe they can find a place where their, their mortgage is less than rent is freaking high. I mean, where Rita and I live, you can't rent anything for less than, three thousand dollars for just an ordinary little thing mm. it's crazy yeah. yeah and to me that's throwing money away you know like when i when i think about that i'm like that's just throwing money right out the window um to put all so, that into rent when you can put the same amount maybe into a mortgage right, right. so right. you know it's individual it's not like a law of attraction question i don't think and i don't know if it was meant to be that way i think it's just individual and two people having to decide what's best together, not right. not like one overpowering the other one. And that happens with anything, any, any decisions. Sure. Sure. It, it, it did appear in an Abraham Hicks Vortex group on Facebook. So I think there was so, supposed to be a little bit of a law of attraction thing to it. Mm. Um, and so maybe he's thinking her vortex has the house. My vortex doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard to, um, you know, manifest anything when you're, at opposite ends of the spectrum like that. But yeah. um, I'm also, I mean, this is just an intuitive thing. I think, you know, there's more maybe to come. And so maybe you wait till after the election, you wait till like spring of next year when maybe things, um, 
you know, start to settle out a little bit more because so much is volatile right now, mm. you know, so yeah. much. And another aspect of that, maybe the energetic side of it is like him having to have the money in the bank, like what beliefs is it of scarcity is it bringing up for him mm-hmm. that having and owning a home may actually help to break three of that and make him more money in the long run. Right. And maybe even pay less in their mortgage payment than a rent somewhere. Although that's probably going to change now too. Yeah. But it, it's, it, it all comes down to beliefs, patterns and programs, you know, like if you have the voice in the back of your head of your parents saying, you have to have money in the bank for that rainy day for when the shoe falls, you know, but right. that's not living from, from a high vibration. That's living from a total scarcity yeah. mentality. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the question is, and it doesn't have to be, maybe he doesn't have that kind of baggage energy attached to it, but if he does, then it's worth looking at that. And so if the wife has this where you don't make it in this life, unless you have a house that you own, that's also belief patterns too. Sure. Right. So it could just be that they could maybe acknowledge for each, you know, really hear each other, really hear each other's concerns and, because a lot of times if you have two opposing ideas in, in a lot of marriages, especially when people aren't maybe as awake as others, I don't know, where they, they don't hear. They don't hear what the other person said. They only hear what they're saying. Right. I mean, I know I grew up that way with my mom. She never heard a freaking word I said. <laughs> <laughs> now she does. She's changed. I've changed. She's changed. But, um, yeah. So there could be some energy, like, Maybe if they did go to someone like um, me or Rita or other people that can tap into what's really behind all of this. And it depends too. Is it like a big crash between them or is it kind of like, well, I'd rather do this. Well, I'd rather do this. But like, are they really married to their story? Each of them? We don't know that. Right. It's true. Yeah. We're inferring a lot from what he wrote into one particular narrative and, but I think we're kind of covering the ground, you know, different angles of it. So yeah, yeah, good. yeah. I I had a, a kind of a different reaction, similar but different. My reaction was, why do you believe? Why do you both believe that you can't have both? Why can't you have money in the bank and have a house? Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. To me, that's saying limiting beliefs on both sides. <laughs> well, and so you know what? Maybe the maybe the COVID thing gives them the opportunity to not have to take that whole nest egg and only a part of it and still get into something. Mm-hmm. And maybe what Rita said before about rent to own is is a way to do it gradually. Yeah, because when you get to your comfort zone, then you feel more positive about doing a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, mm-hmm. as opposed to just you know, jump for some people jumping in on the cold end of the pool is not going to, you know, not going to help. It's only going to make the fear worse. So if it needs to be gradual, as long as it keeps moving, you know, in a positive direction, then you get to where you're going to get no matter what. And the fact that he posted in a law of attraction group tells me that, well, that plus a lot of his narrative tells me that he's thinking future. I mean, he, he's talking about how he thinks there's going to be some big event that's happening post-COVID that he's going to want to have money in the bank for. And it, he says very clearly at one point that is security for him. He it says it's nice having that money in the bank. I mean, it's a very big security thing for him. Similarly, for his wife, having the house is a security thing. 
Right. They're both into the security. And they're just seeing security as different. And they're seeing it differently. Right. Right. Yeah. And maybe he's tapping into a big event, but maybe that big event is actually a very positive thing. Could yeah. Be. Could be positive. Yeah. Like I know the one, the big event, I, I, I won't even say it, but things that I'm following, there's going to be some great abundance coming to everybody. Oh, yeah. So I'm holding on to that. There, there is a bunch of stuff that's happening right now that I can point to that says to me, yeah, there's going to be some big changes happening within yeah. the year. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, just, just in 2020, not counting even stuff I can see coming in 2021, 2022. No, we don't even have to go out that far because yeah. things are just flying right now. That's you know, true. changes are just paramount and happening and, you know, and it's really how you perceive wow. what's happening. It's it, you. You know what? I just shot a video and I didn't even look at it yet. And I don't even know if I'm going to use it, but really basically, cause I just pulled a card, I got cornucopia. I'm like, okay, abundance. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to talk about. And it wound up the whole thing really boiled down to is there's all this, all this, all this crap is bringing up all these possibilities. How do you want to look at it? Do you want to go the energy that goes, everything's misery, or do you want to open up? Cause really you can't create from that misery energy. Nothing good can come in through there. No. Unless you let go, like take that flying leap and open up. Then all these possibilities start to appear because you're in this higher vibe. You can see it. You can't see it from a low vibe. Right. I just did a freaking video on that whole entire thing that we just were summing up what Rita was just saying just now. How, how often does that happen, Linda? I mean, literally, all, almost all, every all time you do a video, we end up talking about it. It's I shouldn't be surprised, all the time. but it just happened this past, like, two minutes ago. <laughs> right. That is Crazy. so funny. Actually, I've had something else happen that it, it was um, – I've been, I've been meaning to do a a mass marketing campaign to put out the word about LOA today, in addition to, you know, the energetic stuff that we do. Uh, and part of my, my plan was to have the app ready. The app is out there. I'm trying to get the, the second update out there, which would be complete from my perspective for doing the campaign. Um, we've expanded the co-host staff a bit. We've got uh, the stream of David coming in on Tuesday now. That's really a big event. We have our own Abraham Hicks. That's the way I'm looking at that. And I'd already written the ad copy to put out there. And I, I mistakenly started it without realizing, oh, wait a minute, I haven't finished the update on the app itself. I want to get that done first before I do the campaign. But the campaign ran for about three hours. And during that three-hour time, I spent about a buck and eight people clicked through on it. And I said, damn, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good response rate. You know, so I, I stopped it because I knew I had to finish the app. I, I had to make sure that what I was promising in the ad was actually in the app when they downloaded it. You know, so right. I stopped that. But I was thinking to myself, wow, that's, that, that is basically showing where my vibration's been for the last mm -hmm. few weeks, last few months, trying to get into this place where all the stuff's going to start happening. And even in the act of writing the ad copy, it was really interesting. The ad copy flowed. I didn't have to think about it. I just wrote it out. I wrote two drafts. The first draft came out. You guys remember Crazy Eddie, the Crazy Eddie commercial? Yeah. yeah. It came out like a Crazy Eddie commercial. I said, okay, well, that's kind of fun, but we'll put that one aside. And then the second one came out more like me just talking to somebody, you know, that kind of thing. And so I got the two different versions there. And both of them just flowed right out. I mean, I was done in like 30 seconds. Right. 
whoa, this is great. You were tapped in, baby. I, I was tapped I in. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess when I saw this person writing there, I was coming from the perspective of right now, I feel like there are no limits. Right now, I've got myself into a great place. So my perspective is, wow, go for the gusto. And that's why I was thinking, well, why not have both money and the house? Mm -hmm. Why not open up your perspective and say, I can have both. We can have both. We can satisfy both of our needs. Sure. And if we both believe it, then it'll happen. Whereas, by the same token, if one of us feels like, we got to have the house, and the other one feels, oh, we got to have the money in the bank, there's a very good chance you'll lose both. Just because you've got that negative energy going on. Right, right. You know what? And, and that's another thing I was talking about in this video before, but because sometimes people don't know how to get there because they're still kind of stuck in that lower vibe, right? Mm. But really that just a little bit of gratitude for anything starts to open that up. And then that energy starts to grow and grow and grow, even though there's something crappy going on. But mm-hmm. when, you, when you focus on the little things that are kind of good, it opens, it, it's just all about opening up the energy, opening up to receive the energy of more good stuff that can come in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you're in that high vibe like that, yeah, it just all does flow. But you could be in a, in a shitty vibe. Mm-hmm. Sure. You don't choose to go there, but nope. you could be there. Oh. And you know that when you're in that way, you can't, you don't see any opportunities or possibilities or solutions or how anything right. can change because you can't. So and, and I had that this week, by the way, this past yeah. Tuesday, that's the day, that's the vibe I was in for the entire day. I, I broke out of it, but I was there. Yeah. And it happens. We it go happens. there, we come out, you know, yeah. but the, so, so basically, I guess what I'm saying is if you can find a little bit of gratitude for anything, you start moving yourself into a higher vibe because yeah. on that day, you wouldn't have been able to have those things just flow out. And no, not at all. In fact, and I recognize it too. I yeah. talked about this a couple of days ago, but I recognized it and I saying, okay, I really got, Walt, you got to snap yourself out of this. This is not the vibe you want to be in at all. And I started doing all my little things to, to make the change and nothing was working. I was, I just kept snapping back into that negative vibe. I think, holy crap, what's going on here? I don't no, understand. <laughs> the, the, the one piece too, I don't think maybe people would understand is that there's so much going on right now, um, energetically with people that if, you may not, it may not even be yours that you're experiencing. That's, That's something point. you have to check in with. That's it's like, point. is this really mine or is this something on the outside of me that I'm feeling? Because being an empath, I know I have to check in constantly. Is yeah. this shit mine or am I picking up, you know, right. the world right now? And that's why I'm feeling like this. So, you know, when you're in and out like that, just stop for a second and say, all right, whose is this spirit? doesn't matter whose it is, but once you know and you're aware of it, then you just ask for it to be taken. Yeah, I wish I thought uh, – I didn't think of that one, but you're yeah, right. But, that would have been a great question. But a little simpler is just by saying, who does this belong to? Who does it belong to? And you repeat that question a few times, you feel – because I do it all the time now. You feel that energy kind of dissipating. You're like, oh, it's not even mine. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you just can move on. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes, you you know, you're going through the day and – and it hits you and you go, there's absolutely no reason why I should be feeling this because I was in a great place like 10 seconds ago. Right. So then I'm asking like, all right, whose is this? And then sometimes I hear spirit giggle and I'm like, <laughs> all right, just take it then. I don't need this, you know? 
You know, I, I, I picked it up, so I'm releasing it now. It's not mine, you know. So and it's just that awareness will shift it. You know, Absolutely. just be aware of the shift. So uh, people that are listening, it, 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 may, it may not always be yours. Or it may be a combination, and then you just own what's yours, and the rest you get rid of, you know. So are you saying that spirit is a practical joker at times? Oh, God. <laughs> Thank God they have a sense of humor because I don't know where I would be. Because I talk to them like this. This is famous. I talk with my hands and everything. You know, it's not like anybody's standing in the room with me, but they see me going, you know. So, yeah, they have uh, senses of humor big time. And even when something does. <laughs> even when something's going on, you could even just ask questions. Like, I find, I, I'm just finding being in the question is blows the energy out altogether. So mm. it's like something really crappy is going on. You're like, okay, what is it about this that I'm not seeing that actually could be of service to me? Or right. what is this? What can I do with it? You don't have to get in your head, what can I do with it? You just ask, what can I do with it? Mm. And okay. let it go. Because then little things pop in your head when you can let it go. Kind of look at it like, okay, this really sucks. And maybe I'll just go watch a funny movie right now because I don't know what else to do. You know, just to distract yourself, ask a lot of questions and you'll find that the energy lightens up. Yeah. I also found that what, what I was responding with was anger and I was getting really, really angry, much more angry than I'd been in months, years, perhaps. I mean, I would just, expressing all this anger and i wish i thought about what you guys were just saying about was this really my energy but i just kept responding to that with anger and i was saying to myself walt you gotta stop doing that you know whenever you do that you're just generating more and more of it i said i know i know but i'm really angry right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so i let it out a little bit and then i finally just started doing kind of what you were talking about linda i, I just started saying okay what do i have to appreciate right now there's got to be something. And then I started finding things to appreciate and so forth. And then it pulled me back into being angry again. I said, no, 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 let's go back to the appreciation thing. It's kind of like a little tennis match going on there for a bit. And so, finally, I, I didn't actually resolve the energy that day. I had to kind of, you know, do a reset and wake up the next morning. But I calmed it down. I calmed it down. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's great. Because some people can't even do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they'll stay in it for weeks. Oof. Oh, well, that used to be me. <laughs> oh, I can't. It I'm is not it. a happy place to be, but, um, right. yeah, it's easy to do. It's very easy to do. You know, it's interesting. Um, you talk about appreciation, um, doing this heart math thing that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Last. What's been going on with that? So I find that that appreciation when you go into that, um, because there's several different ways to go into it. But when I started to do it, the appreciation and what I was grateful for and you know, then the heart opens up and you start smiling and this thing picks up your energy. So I was in coherence, coherence, coherence for like five minutes straight. And I was like, oh, my God, compared to just, you know, breathing, which was good because I was still in coherence. And then I would come out and go back in and all that. But that gratitude was blew it off the charts. Wow. I noticed. Yeah. yeah. So you're experiencing and, some pretty big difference. When you when you're actually in a high vibe, do a lot of gratitude then because yeah. you're really enforcing it. Like I had yeah. that the other day. I was like, I couldn't contain how I don't know, happy, excited, like uh, th this vibration I had that was just. But and, and actually, earlier in the day, I was really kind, feeling kind of depleted, but mm -hmm. then something shifted, and so I just kind of did my own appreciation rampage of 
feeling so good and just sending good energy out and acknowledging all kinds of stuff because when we're in there, why not really um, milk it mm. so that you get really good at feeling that vibe because we know that other vibe. So that's why we can stay there. It's so easy. We're so comfortable. Like, yeah, I'm angry. Right. I don't want to be angry, but it's freaking comfortable because you spent a lot of your life already in that anger energy, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever, right. throughout the years, different things going on, or if it's, you know, worry or whatever that lower vibe might be. So um, I'm, I'm just getting a message, uh, from spirit. They're saying for those of you who are experiencing the highs and lows, the ups and downs, and, and that could be minute to minute, day to day, whatever. The best thing to do is every day get into your center for a good five, 10 minutes so that it it happens less and less now, less and less. So um, I, I've noticed that with doing the heart math, when I'm in that for 10, 10 minutes straight, I get out of there. I am at complete peace, mm. you know, complete peace. Or if I'm doing the gratitude thing, I'm in joy, you know. So it, if you can, and I know people don't think of this. They don't think, oh, I have to do this every day. There's no have tos, but if you do, you are going to see the difference. That's, right. the, that's the bottom line. Yeah, that's where you're going to get the benefits of of having that everyday experience. I agree with what um, Spirit has uh, been saying yeah. to you there, because I know that what got me out of that Tuesday event was all the work I've been doing in the other days leading up to Tuesday. Right. I had I had a pattern built up that allowed me to climb out of that a lot quicker than I would have you know, five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know? We're all learning how to adjust, you know, to the, to this new paradigm, to the new energy. There's nobody's having, um, you know, a blissful uh, time unless, you know, you're a monk sitting for 24 hours meditating and you're out of your body. So, or or unless Rita is connected into heart math, but other than that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, because I want even the average, like, you know, people that don't do this work, I want them to know that we're experiencing things too, that they're not, they're not the only ones and they're not alone. No, no, you know? no. Right. So. Hey, I made the comment that I hadn't felt that angry in months and months. I realized I told a story here on the show about, Oh God, about two months ago, about a time that I did get angry for the first time in a long, long time. And it was with a guy who lives in my neighborhood who I see when I go take my walks. And for the longest time, he was just somebody I would just wave hello to. He waved back. And then one day he, he confronted me about, I don't remember what it had nothing to do with me. It was his own energy going on. And he was going on about how terrible, um, the political situation was. He was, uh, he's a right winger. He was, he was ranking on the left wing and just, I'm really getting nasty about it and, and doing it right in my face. And I couldn't get away from the guy. And so I ended up much to my regret responding in kind. And we had this little tussle and then moved on well i mentioned that because i had another event with a guy this week i saw him because we both have mailboxes that we that we share you know we, we, the complex has the same mailboxes and i saw him at the mailbox and his box is like you know a foot away from mine you know so it, it was kind of hard to avoid him <laughs> is what i'm saying and i saw him there so i'm kind of sitting you know standing to the side waiting for him very patiently and he he's really taking his time and then finally, he looks around and he sees me. I wave hello. And he thinks about it for a second. He's back at the box. And he's doing something over here in the back of the box. He looks at me again. And he just stares at me. And I say, can I get in there? 
Said, oh, yeah, sure. And he steps aside. I go and get my mail. I grab the mail. Thank you. Go off, start walking away. And he says, have a nice day. And I thought, wow, the energy shifted. Mm. The energy shifted. We both left it behind. How right. cool is that? So something yeah. that previously could have been like a, a life deal breaker, like, oh, my God, this is my lifelong enemy. It just washed right away yeah. because both of us left go, let go of it. It's awesome. It makes me think of two things because sometimes when you just match the energy, you, it can it can dissipate too. Like I've seen that with people who work with kids, or if a kid is having like a tantrum and it just can't snap out of it, one way you get them to snap out of it is is shout and yell and have the tantrum the same energy, boom, and then it's like mm. the child's like, what? What happened? (laughs) My sister-in-law used to do that with, you know, I had to learn what she was doing and I would see it happen. It's like, oh, and then he was happy little kid again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, kids are particularly resilient in that way. I mean, this child is just stuck in an energy, but it could be the same thing for adults, right? You're just stuck in that place. Of course. But then something of the same magnitude of energy goes boom back at you. (laughs) And you're like, Huh? Right. You you probably weren't even aware of where you were. Mm -hmm. You were in that space. Yeah. That's that's so easy to do too, to to not be aware. That that's kind of in a sense what happened to me with with Tuesday. I didn't know how I'd gotten there. And I I despite my efforts, I wasn't getting out successfully. I kind of I I made it neutral. I neutralized it and that enabled me to go to sleep and wake up the next morning and start again, like a reboot. But when I was in the middle of that, I knew I was conscious enough to know, yeah, this is going on, but I couldn't see the way out. Right. I couldn't see the way out. It's frustrating, especially when you think that you're enlightened and you still can't see the way out. Well, <laughs> I've done that where I knew my mood was sucky and I'm like, yeah, but I, I mm-hmm. can shift it, but I'm just not like consciously choosing not to. Yeah, right. And then like, you know, half an hour later, it's like, all right, enough of that. I'm just going to shift out of this stuff. <laughs> But I didn't feel like it at the time. I'm like, no, I, mean, I could stay here. Maybe I'm supposed to stay here. <laughs> I was sitting close. <laughs> I was not winning. I'm justifying that I'm pissed off. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to stay here. Stay Why here. not? <laughs> Why do I have to be happy all the time? <laughs> right? Uh, See, that in of itself may shift it because you may just start laughing at yourself. Absolutely. You yeah. You know? And the thing is, it's an awakening. We're becoming more aware. So the cool thing is you, when you're aware that you're not in a good place, at least you're aware that you're not in a good place. You're not just stuck there, oblivious and unconscious about it. Right. And that's the first part of shifting it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I may not have succeeded, but I, I did have awareness. And that awareness, I'm certain, reduced the, the length of time I had to stay there substantially, dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good thing. So. Well, that was the only yeah. one I had to bring to the, to the table here. And unfortunately, the live stream is not working properly, so we can't ask our live streamers for stuff. So we'll have to come up with it on our own. But uh, at least it gives us a starting point. I want to ask you more about the, the heart math because you said you've been playing with it. And you've uh, what's, your, Every what's, day. what's your strategy been? I'm like, have you been following a pattern or what have you, how have you been playing with it? I'm trying not to put pressure on myself about when and how and this and that because I tend mm-hmm. to do that and then you know I hold myself like if I don't hold my 
myself to that, then I'm, I get disappointed. You start so beating yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So just yeah. if I do it every day, sometimes I do it once, twice, three times. It depends on the day. Right? Wow. Well, that's really but, good. But what I noticed was, um, I am, it definitely, um, shifts the energy for like a, like I'm noticing that when I'm done with it, I am very much at peace. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on where I'm taking with my thoughts depends on how I come out of it because they ask you to chart what you feel at the end. So, you know, it's a happy face or a peaceful face or a sad face or an angry face or whatever. So, um, I noticed that this is good, but you know, you want to reach a certain point. There's like so many points that you should reach, right. When you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So when, when I'm in that coherence and they're saying, good, you're getting the benefits, keep going. And I'm, I'm on that roll. Then all of a sudden I know when I'm shifted. Right. And then the red light comes on and says, you know, like you're out of coherence. And I'm like, shit, like, you know, (laughs) but what, but instead of getting upset about it, I'm like, okay, just focus, go back to your heart. And I think of something really like joyful or good or gratitude or something. And immediately it shifts. I mean, so, immediately. So is that like what, what the pattern is, what, what the, uh, the method is you sit down, you plug this in and you just focus on what feels good. Yeah. So you put the sensor on your ear, you plug it in. Uh, when you download the app, it picks up the sensor. Mm-hmm. You will see your heart rate variability at the top of the screen it'll say it's it's going right okay and i'll tell you follow the sensor to breathe so you start to breathe it'll pick up your heart rate and all that and then it'll say to think about something you know that makes you feel good joyful Mm -hmm. um so immediately nine times out of ten you go right into the coherence okay which is a green light yeah then if it starts to dissipate, you go into a blue light. But it tells you, okay, get back to your heart, start to breathe through your heart, think about something, right? And then if it's if you're really not in coherence, you go the red light comes on. And um so there are times where I can stick with that green light the whole time. Nice. There are times where it goes green, blue, red, mm-hmm. or green, red blue, green, like it'll shift consistently through the whole time. And I'll, what I'll do is I'll think about at the end, it'll be like, okay, was what was going on in my mind? Was I relaxed? Did I come off of something that I should have like focused a little bit, that kind of, so I'm looking at it from all angles to see what's helping, what isn't helping. Yeah. And I'm only doing it at the first level at this point, because it on the app, it says there's four levels. So I'm I'm just right now I'm at the first level just you know working with it. What, what does that mean on the first level? What, what, what? I I'm not sure. Just not I haven't sure? even, oh, okay. yeah, I haven't even like read into it yet. I don't yeah. want to get too far ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to start trying things. You know, like I just want to get used to it. Get used to it. Sure. And uh, they already called me. You know, from California. They're like, so do you think you might be interested in teaching this? Oh my. Like. All right. Uh, I don't know yet. You know, like, <laughs> Give me another few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Let me see how it goes. So, uh, yeah. So it's, it's, um, I like it again because it's not taking up hours of time. Mm. It's doable. 
and you see it right there. Like you see the results right there. Like how much time do you spend each session? Um, five to 10 minutes. So it's pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Once you get into the rhythm of the breathing and the thinking, it flies. Mm. You, you know, you're, you're past the mark half the time, you know? It sounds like it's almost a way of training yourself to maintain your attention on what it is you want to attend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And honestly, it's, it's, again, it's that it's the same as any, anybody teaching you how to manifest, you know, like Dr. Joe or right. um, Greg Braden or any of those guys, they tell you, Greg, uh, all of them are part of this heart math uh, connection. Mm-hmm. And, and Greg, especially in his books, talks about how to connect the heart to the brain and using certain mantras um, to get you into that coherence. So um, I'm reading one of his thing called, uh, one of his books called The Wisdom Codes. And he goes from all over the, you know, he, he takes it from Christianity, um, Buddhism. He'll take codes that can help you um, with feeling good, with feeling healthy, with manifesting, with feeling safe because of everything that's going on right now. Um, and he, in the beginning, he tells you how to get into that coherence between your heart and your brain. Right. And then repeating the mantras over and over. I mean, you can, you can record yourself repeating them and listen to them and be in that space, you know, as do, long as you feel as like you're the mantras really help. I mean, when you're, when you're repeating them, do you feel like it's actually helping you? I feel like it, for me, it has to be like a song. Ah. It can't be dull. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like it just can't be, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. It's got to have, I start to chant things because I have to get that feeling, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but that's what it's all about. It's all about having that feeling behind it. Right. Yeah, sure. Cause you can say anything, but if you don't have that energy behind it, it's flat. Exactly. Yeah. So I start singing if I, you know, whatever it takes to get it, <laughs> whatever it takes. That's cool but, though. That's really right, great. Right before Rita started talking about that, I thought, well, let me, cause you didn't know what to talk about. I'm like, let me pick a card. We'll see what to talk about. Okay. Well, who do I get? Angel of love. Okay. Angel reverse, of love. But it was in the reverse and it's talking about a possible disconnect with your heart. So oh my and goodness. then we just start talking about all about the heart stuff. <laughs> so. Well, I gotta tell you, I think that the, I, this is the first thing in a long time on my own that I mean that I'm doing that I have to say, um, it's simplified mm. and it's, 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 it can really, um, give you a lot of benefits just from the simplicity of it. That's it. And anytime you open up your heart like that, um, I just didn't realize how, um, how again, these two being in coherence, even though I do this friggin' work and I teach people how to do it, it's like once I start to realize it about myself, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Duh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know how you read, you know, um, how you can read like a million books and you'll take something from each book mm-hmm. that you resonate with and it, and it sticks with you? It's right. kind of like that. You can try, you know, a hundred different modalities and from each one, you'll take something that resonates you, resonates with you and use it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the beauty about all these healing modalities. 
Well, just from what you've been describing about how heart math works and how you've been experimenting with it and so forth, you're actually selling me on trying it. I mean, oh I'm, my God. I'm getting intrigued would, by it now. I Listen, if, if I wasn't feeling the benefits of it, I couldn't, you know, but when I believe in something, mm. shit, I'm a good salesperson when I believe in something. There you I go. Believe. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like it. I, I like the idea of training myself to maintain my focus where I want it to be. I like that because I've, I've yes. recognized for a long time how important that is. And, and it's they say you get to the point where it's just happening automatically. You are coherent as you're having the conversations with people, nice. as you're experiencing life. You just you're coherent. Yeah. You know, like I, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for that. I, I'm you know? honestly, I'm uh, among other things. I'm curious to see what happens if I plug myself into that and do a show at the same time and watch what happens. Oh my God. <laughs> so, Walt, I have an answer for you. Okay. Say yes. Say yes. <laughs> the card says say yes. I love it. Now, <laughs> once again, I pick up a deck, I start shuffling it, and then Rita starts talking about simple, 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 simple. Well, I picked up, and I, I showed you in the camera, the answer is simple. There it is, yeah. Right? I mean, so then, I, then I shuffle, I get the card. What's the card? And you're talking about, I'm thinking about getting this heart math thing. Say yes. say yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, you know, can it, it get any like more coherent? <laughs> well, could the signs be any more clear? I mean, I've always been the right? one who complained about signs not being clear. That's about as clear as you're going to get. <laughs> I'm saying it's like we're in coherence. Yeah, right. You're, right? <laughs> and it's talking That's about like, yes and, and go, being in that flow. That, that answer is simple. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Wow. It's definitely yeah. worth it. Um, and you know, like I said, even if you used it, the gentleman on the phone that I spoke to said, even if you used it once a day for 10 minutes, you're going to feel the benefits and get into that coherence. Yeah, so sure. just that is worth it as, as far as Absolutely. I'm concerned. Well, yeah, anybody can set aside 10 minutes, you know, right. I mean, there's some of the things that Dr. Joe teaches that take hours. You have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning for some of it and so forth. But, uh, but yeah. 10 minutes it, for this thing, just 10 minutes of any part of the day. Heck, anybody can Yeah. Do like it. I'm thinking to myself, after all the hot flashes I'm having during the night that I'm up, I'm not getting up before. That's the bottom line. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I'm up like a hundred times already. Now I got to get up before I meditate. I can't do it. <laughs> but 10 minutes I can do. <laughs> so Love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. A lot of fun. So, okay, Linda, you're, you're hot pulling those cards out. What's the next card say that's going to give us our, our topic? Uh, I'm going to the Enchanted Map. Okay. Clip Baron Reed. Enchanted oh, map. I love it. I Let's love see it. what we get. All right. Magic Prayer 32. Did we get this not that long ago? That Maybe. I don't remember. The image looks a little familiar. Maybe I had someone I was working with. I don't know. But anyway. Well, not recently. Magic that looks like something. Magic prayer. Looks like something we would have drawn like about six, eight months ago, something like that. Magic prayer, you said? Yep. In the upright okay. position. Number 32. And we'll see what she says. Yeah, this is cool. So it's about uh, speak your prayers, listen for the answers, act in faith. So when you see the magic prayer card. Um, it is a reminder that your prayers will be answered. Yay. Yay. Exactly. Spirit's always waiting to help you and to heal you when you're in need, when, to heal you when you're in need. 
That said, the best prayer is, thy will be done through me, thy will, thy will and not mine be done. So I guess you could say that's getting out of your head and allowing that right. energy to do its thing, right? Right. We started talking about earlier today. So conscious contact with your higher power is achieved through the ritual of prayer and meditation. Speak and listen to the divine force within the field of creation. Surrender your wishes and desires to spirit. You may not get what you want, but you will surely get what you need. Your destiny awaits you as long as you keep in, as long as you keep in conscious contact with your higher power, be assured that you're on the right path. That's even a little more of just that letting go kind of thing, right? And just mm-hmm. allowing, allowing those solutions to come in because we get, you know, if you're not in the high vibe, you're not going to get the inspiration. Use your brain in that manner, right? Right. When you're in that lower vibe, all you get more is that uh, that programming that keeps you stuck there. So yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know why this is connecting for me, but I'll bring it in because I keep going back to it. Cindy Chavez and I have been talking about doing a show on a Neville Goddard uh, article that one of our listeners recommended. And she sent me a copy of it. I was looking at it before today's show, reading through. I got about a third of the way through it. And uh, for those who are interested, who are the Neville fans, uh, Cindy and I will be discussing it starting this Wednesday. So you want to tune in for that. But uh, in this particular uh, speech or, or paper or whatever it was, Neville, Neville sounded even more human than normal compared to his other talks. And I say that because he tells a story about himself where he slips, where the story starts off with him and his wife traveling and they lose her suitcase full of all of her custom made dresses that this one particular uh, dressmaker had made for her. And they were irreplaceable. Uh, basically it was a case of the luggage being stolen in the airport, you know, by wow. some baggage handler, that kind of thing. And he, he, as he tells the story, he says, I know I manifested this. I don't know how I did this, but I have to own up to it. Somehow I got myself in a place where I just, I did this. Okay. But I also know I don't have to stay in that place. I can shift it around. And so he did a whole thing where he, he took his own suitcase, held it in his hands and pretended he was holding his wife's and that he was feeling the weight of her dresses in that suitcase and getting into a very, a heart coherent state. He was getting into that high vibe state where he was really, really feeling it. And within a day or two, he got a phone call from a voice it was not somebody who was willing to identify themselves and was it a phone call or was it i think it was actually a piece of mail yeah it was a piece of mail and the it was a letter and the letter said sorry about that your suitcase is in locker 527 at the san francisco airport and it was signed the phantom (laughs) (laughs) and then he then tells the story about how he, how he calls the airline and they put him in, in contact with the main office in Los Angeles and they check the lockers and they can't find it there. He says, no, 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 it's the San Francisco one. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll get back to you. They, they check the San Francisco lockers. They find that the suitcase is there. It's all disheveled. Everything is a mess, but it's all there. And he gets it back. And wow. Yeah, and, and it's just, it, it, it's a perfect LOA story, but it's especially perfect because he started from a place of, Oh God, I've done it again. <laughs> I, I manifested this thing, but I don't have to stay in that place. Right. And I love that because that that's, that's real, right? You know, a lot yeah, of the devil stories sound almost super, supernatural, but that one sounds real. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fantastic. So that's a little heads up for those who are Neville fans. Cindy and I will be discussing that uh, particular article in more detail. And he has other good stories in there too. I don't know why that connected to what we were talking about, it just, but it just felt like it did. Hmm. I'm not really sure. Why. Well, it, it connects in the sense that he got into that vibration out of it. Yeah. A heart, you know, brain thing. Mm-hmm. And he was able to shift it completely. I mean, what are the chances? Yeah, right. Of anybody sending a letter. Signing the phantom. You know, <laughs> you know like, your suitca- I'm sorry about that. Your suitcase is here. I- You're right. <laughs> None like- of the dresses fit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're all for women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm out of that stage. I don't dress in women's clothes anymore. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That was funny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, yeah, something else I needed to tell people about, too. Uh, With uh, David Strickle coming on on Tuesdays, I want to encourage people who have always wanted to ask an Abraham Hicks question to send questions in because we we actually started this past Tuesday. This was his first official week as part of the, the, the team here. He's going to be here every Tuesday. And I want to encourage listeners who've always wanted to ask Abraham a question, send me the question because I'm going to ask them on the air for you. You know, so if you have a question that you've always wanted to ask Abraham, send it, email it to me. It's probably the easiest way, walt at LOAToday.net. And uh, I'll ask it. And and it's fun. I mean, the the person who sent a question last Tuesday lives in, I'm not sure exactly where this person lives, but I'm going to venture a guess that they're in like Southwestern Asia like India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, that kind of area. Uh, And they were writing about how frustrated they were that their government uh, was filtering so much. They couldn't even get onto Facebook and do stuff that they wanted to do on Facebook. And so they were asking, well, what what can I do while living within a country where my government is abusing my rights and everybody else's rights in this way? And the answer that the stream gave was so perfect that the guy's name was Avi Avinash. He wrote back saying, that was an amazing answer. It, it, it surprised him with what with what came out. I mean, Rita, you experienced uh, David's uh, channeling and, and what the message was like. And it feels like Abraham it has the wisdom of source mm-hmm. energy behind it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it does have David's flavoring as opposed to Esther Hicks' flavoring because he's the one who's doing the interpreting of the thoughts. But wow, it's just, it's really, it, it's an exciting and, and fun experience to have that direct communication. Uh, and then Louis D'Souza, who does the Monday show, um, I had invited him to come in because he wanted to ask questions of the stream directly. And he just kind of took over the show at that point. He was just saying, okay, I get all this stuff. I get this, I get this, I get this. Here's the thing I really want. I mean, he was just like hammering down to the, you know, the, the, the nub of what it was he was trying to ask about. It was great. It was fun. So, yeah, just want to uh, encourage everybody, send in questions because we're, we're going to be asking them every Tuesday and uh, we'd like to include yours. That might be fun for us to do one Friday. Just um, have people come with questions and yeah, answering. You know, uh, Linda and I can get information from Spirit. Uh, you know, to help. Mm-hmm. That might mm-hmm. be a, a fun thing to experience with with everyone. Well, one thing that I have been thinking about doing, particularly with all of the challenging times we've had, there've been a lot of times lately where connecting to YouTube just 
doesn't work. I mean, I connect in and it says it's working, then it doesn't work. It's kind of a signal to me, well, maybe I should start streaming back to Facebook again, because that's what we used to do. We streamed to Facebook. And one of the beauties about streaming to Facebook is you do tend to get more questions. You tend to get more people listening and want to ask questions. So, you know, maybe I'll I'll use that as a way to say, okay, time to shift. Well, you can and you can't. It's it's not easy to do. I figured out how to do it. Um, it takes, you can't just do it with the Zoom platform because Zoom only lets right. you connect to one. But I've also found another one. It's an open source one called, I think it's OBS or something like that. And I can connect the two together and have one go to YouTube and the other one go to Facebook. Oh. It's a, the complex setup, it takes, it's like a three computer setup, but I figured out how to do it. The, the only glitch is, it could get me in Dutch with Facebook because Facebook says, we don't want you to stream to anything else while you're streaming to us. Right. Uh, So not quite sure exactly how to iron that one out, but I figured it out technically anyway. (laughs) But I guess you can, um, you can always upload. Can, can you get the video and then upload it to YouTube afterwards? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So you can still be on both platforms, but just, Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just that the, I, w- I would love to be able to live stream to both. Please. So let's let's try it. Let's go. Let's try another Facebook and see what the difference is. Okay. It's, well, it's been cool. a while since we've been on Facebook. It, we last did it about a year and a half ago. So yeah, yeah, and we were doing it a while so there. We did get more interaction. We did. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we'll, maybe we'll do that. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Questions. I love when people come with questions. It's fun. Um, it's fun. <clears throat> with um, when you do it on Facebook. You can actually hear them asking the question. No, no it's the same thing as YouTube. It, it's a it's a same live stream chat audience. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. And that's actually something that's coming with the app at some point. Um, first, I'll be adding in a live stream chat. That's going to be like two or three updates down the road, maybe four. It takes a lot of work to get that one to happen. But I do want to get it to the point where the live stream can automatically connect into the Zoom stream. So they can, you know, on on the fly connect right in, right. Um, and that's going that, that's a big big project. There is a lot of work that goes into that one. So that's oh, we don't want to hear Walt. You can have it done in a half a week. <laughs> that's what you told me about a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I need a break for a little bit. <laughs> it was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad it helped me get the app out. And, and the time course, was but... right. But yeah. you know, this is summertime. I, you know, you take your summer vacation. This is time for my summer vacation. Then, you know, I get it. I in get the fall, it. I'll try again. <laughs> That's fine. I got to celebrate this one for a while, you know? Yes, absolutely. In fact, that's absolutely. also a reminder. I want to remind people that's now the go-to way to listen to the podcast is to download the app. And it's going to become even more so as time goes on. Um, the update that I'm working on right now, it's going to be the first official update after having released the app to both the app store on iPhone and the play store on Android. The, the next update is going to include Dan Mangana's two gifts. He gave us um, the audio series uh, of his course called beyond intention. And he also gave us an ebook called the money game um, beyond intention is sort of a general uh, how to manifest stuff uh, course in audio form based on a book that he wrote. And the money game is literally what he does with his clients, helping them get six and seven figure incomes every year. So, and he gave them to us for free. It's just, he's, he's including it as part of the app just because he's part of our team, which was really, really generous of him. Who's this now? 
This is Daniel Mangana. He and Alex King do the Tuesday and Thursday shows with me, and and it, he does. He's the one who also brought the stream of David to me. So he's been he's been wonderful. He's a great guy, and boy, does he know law of attraction. Let me tell really? you, this guy is good. I I brought him on as a guest. Uh, he. He was recommended to me by Steve Rowell, who was a co-host for about a half a year, roughly a year ago, something like that. And then Steve had to skip out. He said, you know, bring on this guy, Dan, you'll like him. And so I had a, an opening one day. So I asked Dan to come on. He came on. And I don't rem remember what the question was that I asked, but I just start off with a question that was kind of a hypothetical. And it was, you know, it, it was a typical kind of question that people have. And... I, I kind of laid out this whole scenario and said, okay, there's this going on, there's that going on and all that. He took my question and he went right to, okay, let's go to law of attraction. What do the basics tell us here? I was like, whoa, this is good. <laughs> this guy's really good. And he just summarized, he, he got all that, that chaff out of the way, went right to the core, like within seconds. Where and can I read about him? Daniel? Yeah. Um, well, you can read about him on the app. There's a little bio on the app, so that's one place to go. You can also read about him on his website, dreamwithdan.com. That's probably the best place to learn more about what he does. Um, he also has some Facebook groups uh, associated through his Facebook page, Dream With Dan. So those, those are your best go-to ways to find out about him. But okay. yeah, Daniel's wonderful. Daniel's been a great addition to the team. And now, uh, with the app, can you can you um, track how many downloads you have? Like how the podcasts? Have? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I, I was already able to track how many downloads there are. Um, that's been a, I've, I've had that for the last four or five years. What I, I wanted to do additionally with the app was to find out when somebody plays something, how much of the episode do they listen to? Do they listen to five minutes of it? Do they listen to the whole 60? Like what YouTube does. Yeah, kind of, yeah. And uh, I, I found that that's actually going to be part of a future update because I found that my first implementation, I kind of screwed up the code, so I have to... I don't quite have the, the metrics that I'm looking for there, but that's okay. That uh, That's something I can get to. But it's going to be fun to know that. I think I know what the answer is going to be because I could kind of infer it from the data that I had through my other source. But I want to know really precisely that, that what I think is true. Right. So what do you think is the av average listen? I think that there is a large chunk of listenership, probably 60 to 70%, who listen – to the episodes all the way through. That's a big percentage. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, and the reason I can infer that is because I can see how many plays there are. And a play is simply somebody starts playing it, whether for a second or for 60 minutes. Right. And I can also see how much bandwidth is being used in my account. Bandwidth being how much data is being transferred around. And so if I take the bandwidth and I figure out what the average episode size is and divide one into the other and then compare that to the number of plays, what I find is, they're fairly close to each other. The The bandwidth number works out to about 80% of what a full play is. So wow. that means a lot of people are listening all the way through. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's great. But I'm going to find out more precisely because I don't know. I'd like to know. <laughs> I'm nosy. I want to know. <laughs> do it. Do it. So, yeah. So once again, that's going to be the place to go because we're going to feed all the, the, um, uh, the recorded podcast through it, of course. We've got Dan's two, um, his ebook and his audio course are going to be on the app. Um, and everything that we keep adding is going to be on the app. So the new live stream will be on the app. Um, as people add more and more stuff, we may even, I may even try to cut a deal with one of these card makers, like the, the cards that you draw, Linda, and see if I can get 
uh, cards on the app. Um, and if you guys have anything you want to contribute, we'll put that on there. But it's going to be the place to go for everything where the LOA today is concerned. So might as well start now. You want some meditations? I'll give you some meditations. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should start a meditation page and start. Yeah. Nice. In fact, I've had one request from, well, I've had this from a number of listeners over, over the past year or two. But just yesterday, I had a request from somebody who gave me some wonderful feedback on the app. By the way, the, the people who've been giving feedback, I really appreciate your feedback. It's been great. Um, the feedback in this particular case, she said, it would be great if we can access more than just the 25 most recent episodes. Because that, that's what the feed has. The feed has that 25 limit because a lot of the places like Spotify and Pandora and Apple iTunes and so forth, they have, they have limits on, on how much um, you can push through them. So I always keep that limited in that way. But like we've, we've done entire podcasts on, on books page by page, practically. We've done all the Abraham books. We've done the Neville Goddard books, you know, and I'm thinking maybe at some point I, I turn each of those into like a little package. So you can, you can download that package. And you can play the whole book all the way through with, uh, in that right. case, with Sidney Chavez and I discussing it, you know, right. stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's, it's going to just grow and grow and grow. But on the LOA Today um, website, you can go by the host and just get all of that person's shows, right? You can, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's just not as convenient as, as having it all in one place where you just you know, play, right. play, 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 play. So, but, yes, you can. Anybody who wants to go through the website, all of the episodes are there. And you, you can just you know go through the categories. That's a lot of episodes. <laughs> there's over 1,200 episodes we've done. Oh, my God. I mean, you're doing five a week now. You were doing like 10 a week before. I know. Well, before that, I was doing one a week, but still, yeah, yeah. they add up after a while. <laughs> That's what I found out. But yeah, over 1,200 episodes have been done. It's just, it's mind blowing. So, That's huge. It is. It is. But it's fun. That's why I keep doing it. <laughs> anyway, this has been great. So thanks for telling us about the heart math. I'm re- really um, encouraged and, and curious to try. You said they have a special on that, right? Yeah, I don't know if it's still. Available. Oh, that's right. It's still worth trying. It's still worth trying, but uh, definitely. Yeah, no matter what. So I'm gonna check that out. And Linda, can you get any better at those cards, please? I mean, come on, (laughs) you just nail them. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. I mean, Rita knows the cards just go where they're supposed to go. So that's it. Yeah, but somebody's pulling those cards. I mean, I'm just saying. (laughs) 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 So anyway, ladies, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And uh, get outside and do some good stuff and um, come back next week with, with even more. And, and, and I'm looking forward to find out what the report's going to be on the heart math next week. Cause I think you're going to have more to tell us. All right, cool. All right, sounds good. So thank you very much. Thank you, especially to our podcast listeners as well. We'll see you all next time here on LOA today. Goodbye. everybody.